Hey sis, my name is Ahada and I want to welcome you to our first ever episode of High Girl Mantras. I'm beyond excited to bring this podcast to y'all after almost a year of envisioning and manifesting this project. Um, I envision curating a forum where young boss babes could speak positivity, prosperity, and success over each other's lives because that's what high girls do. Um, our purpose is to empower, to heal, to ignite, and to create community. Now I want to give a little bit of background on where this high girl uh, stuff came from because it's not from your girl Meg Thee Stallion, even though she is our current high girl queen. So a little truth uh, to origins, the high girl concept originated from New Orleans, you know, from the high boys era on Cash Money Records. It was about being a baddie, getting money, stunting on negative Nancys and weak Walters, you know, just doing your thing. Um, and it's got that whole late 90s type of vibe, you know, the doing it for the 99 in the 2000s. <laughs> so, you know, our current queen, Meg Thee Stallion, has taken a turn to the next level, but the original meaning is still the same. You a baddie, you get money. You remain in the G, you got your block on fire to the moment you expire, you know, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, you, you're true to yourself, your aura is glowing, you chopping life, life know they chop you. Um, so we want to uh, continue this Louisiana, Texas trio tradition, but we want to add to the discourse and make it more of a global feel. As you know, we got high girls all over the world and through the African diaspora. So... On High Girl Mantras, you could look forward to every Sunday morning starting your week with a little 20-minute or less mantra, some practice, and, you know, a mindfulness session. Uh, The goal is to say the mantra three times, hear it in practice, and then go out and live it. Until the next Sunday. So I'm really grateful to y'all for tuning in to this first episode. And, um, you know, clink, clink, cheers to many more. Now, without further delay, let's get into today's episode. The lesson for today is to acknowledge your power and command your portion. So let's just jump right into it. This week's mantra says, I am the highest caliber of woman. I am a conqueror. I'm a manifester. And I'm coming for everything that is mine with divine energy. Now, I actually created this mantra about four or five months ago. I was in a really rough space. Transitioning between jobs, moving to a new city, learning more about myself and my triggers and the way that my traumas have impacted my communication Um, and really just how I move throughout the world. And one thing that really hit me during all this, you know, reflection is like I allowed my trauma to lead in spaces where my full person needed to be front and center. Um, That means like my trauma had taken over my life so much that I wasn't even showing up to social engagements the same. I wasn't interviewing the same. I wasn't applying to jobs with the same energy. I wasn't feeding my friendships or romantic relationships the same, um, you know, with the same fervor that I was before. I just really felt like I was not myself. And, you know, it's okay to not be yourself. Or (laughs) what am I trying to say? Like, it's okay as you grow and as you, um, you know, learn more about yourself to become a better version of yourself every day. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a problem when you feel like you're detached or when you feel like you're not really, your essence is no longer there. And that's exactly where I was. Like, I wouldn't even apply to jobs sometimes because I would, you know, think so much less of myself. I would think that I haven't earned, you know, the jobs that were sitting in front of my face telling me that I was qualified or like, I would plan, you know, friend girl dates or like dates with companions or, you know, romantic possible partners. And I would be like, I would cancel them the day of because I just didn't feel, 
you know, worthy or feel like I would be able to show up to the date or show up to the friend girl date and be my authentic self. I just really felt so, I felt lost. Yeah, I felt lost. I think that would be good. So I created this mantra because it was just time to move away from that fear of being my authentic self and from that fear of being rejected or that fear, I don't know, of anything. Time to move away from that fear and towards the divine, Um, you know, back to self, back to self-love, back to being able to communicate with myself and communicating with my divine powers in order to be present. Um, Now, maybe what I talked about just now was not really your struggle or isn't your struggle at the time. Um, Maybe you're just having small whispers of doubt about a career change or a passion project that you've been putting on the back burner for forever. (laughs) You know, maybe you're having doubts about letting go of energy vampires, especially in this time where we're doing this social distancing junk. You don't really like want to let go of those toxic people because those are the only people that hit you up on the regular. Um, You know, maybe you're having doubts about making an investment. And since now is the time to invest because... The stock market has crashed. <laughs> just a little tidbit. But, you know, maybe you're just having all these doubts about making moves. You know what I mean? And that's not what high girls do. High girls take risks. They make moves and they get out there. And they, you know, they take charge of life. Um, so if that's how you're feeling, you're feeling lost, you're feeling timid, nervous, afraid to go out here and claim what is yours, this mantra is definitely for you. And with that being said, I would like to say this mantra again. Um, So let's do that. I am the highest caliber of woman. I am a conqueror. I am a manifester. And I'm coming for everything that is mine with divine energy. Now, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, you know, say this mantra, life about to be lit. No, not at all, actually. In fact, as I began to say this mantra... Um, it's like God began to require more of me. Things began to seem like they were getting worse. Um, it took a great purging of negative people, thoughts, and environments in order for things to start getting better. I like went from talking to mad people all day, my phone blowing up constantly over dumb stuff and being on the road all the time to literally just going to work, um, reading my book of duels for success, making my daily prayers every day on time. Um, talking to my chosen sister and my cousin and a few of, uh, you know, the maternal figures in my life. Um, it just became more quiet, you know. I, I literally shut out all that negative energy and all that negativity in general. I shut it all out. Um, I began to even wake up early every morning. I'm not talking about no 5.30 in the morning every day. like Not like that. But literally just 15 to 20 minutes earlier. Um, to set and speak my intentions for the day and to thank God for breath in my lungs and the blessing of life all before I moved a muscle to put my feet on the ground. So I want to like stress the power of strengthening uh, your connection with the source. And what I mean by that is like getting to that quiet space 24 hours a day. I'm not saying you should do this all the time unless that's something that you really desire. But, you know, getting quiet, making yourself quiet um, making yourself reflect and, and you know, just listening is so important. Um, the power that results in hearing, you know, what is spoken to you when you're in that quiet space and then waking up every morning to command that into the universe, it literally yields nothing but divinity, you know. 
Seriously, sis, like I could recall going through my interview process, getting no callbacks, no requests for initial interviews, no nothing. It wasn't until I became quiet and began to shift my narrative and become an active player in what happens to me on the daily. It wasn't until then that things started to look up for me. And I started to see that all my steps are ordered. They're already ordered. I just have to be willing to step, you know, in that path, go in that direction. Um, so like, you know, everybody different. I'm a list maker and a writer. I literally have lists all over everywhere in every little journal, every little booklet, you know, on my laptop, on my phone. I got lists everywhere. Um, But I started writing out all the things that were important to me. Obviously, I'm still thinking when I made this mantra, like about getting a job because that was most important to me at the time. So I started writing lists everywhere about what was important to me in a job. I would rewrite it and rewrite it until everything that was important to me was on there and I was satisfied. Now, once I felt it was complete, I woke up, thank God for life and breath, and prayed for that job with those things listed. I didn't miss a word. I made sure I said everything that I wanted before I put my feet on that ground. Um, And then I even started doing it at night, too, just because I was really, really trying to manifest that into, uh, you know, into existence. Um, And lo and behold, you know, I started getting interview requests. <laughs> now, was that it? Nobody, but they want it. <laughs> it won't just, oh, let's make a list and start saying every day, morning and night, that I want this. Nobody, but they want it. In fact, I had to go through another process of like just deciphering for myself which job had all those things on that list. It was like, God didn't just say, here's what you wanted. God was like, okay, here are some options. Now you choose. Because you're an extension of me, you know, I'm not going to just do everything for you there. I, you know, I'm not a Christian anymore, but there are some things that I still carry with me because I was a part of a huge part of my upbringing. And one thing that I always despised or one thing that I um, could never really understand was when everybody was like, let's just pray about it and everything going to get better. Because it even says like in the holy books, you can't just pray without action. So you got to be willing to put in the work too in order for things to happen. And it's the same with this mantra. Like you can't just be saying this over and over again and sitting down watching Netflix. (laughs) It did not work like that. (laughs) Um, You know, so I was presented with all these options. It went from having no job interviews. I'm talking about nothing, sis. It went from having nothing to having so many job interviews, so many requests that that became my full-time job. I had to even quit my little side hustle job that I was doing. And also, we we thank God because it was literally like baby coins. (laughs) But, you know, that became my full hustle was picking like, can you imagine how much of a of a shift that is just in your in yourself, but also just in how you're going to move throughout the world from getting no one to say anything to you from people saying we want you here like we, we really want you here from multiple different organizations. And now it's in your hands to make that decision. That's a power shift if I've ever heard of one. Um, so anyway, like I said, I went from having no job prospects to anyone having to turn down offers for the job that hit every item on that list that I was praying about morning and night. Um, now, let me tell you how this really worked, because it was like, OK, three months going and now I'm getting job offer, not job offers, my bad. Now I'm getting job interview offers left and right. What's wild is the jobs I interviewed first um, or interviewed for first prepared me for the job I really wanted. 
Remember, it was like my trauma had me all messed up. I was having panic attacks before and after every interview, coming into rooms already defeated and forgetting everything. I had spent hours, nights before preparing to say, because I'm one of those people I have to write things down and memorize, and then I'm able to sort of fake, you know, paraphrase what I wrote. I'm one of those people. So I was forgetting stuff in a room. People would, and the question that made me really realize that I was lost, people would ask me, well, what do you think you bring into the team? And I would have nothing to say despite having a wild resume, like so many years of experience with my young age, you know? Um, so it went, every interview got better and better and better. And finally, by the time I got to the interview for my current job, mashallah, I knew I deserved my seat at the table and was able to clearly assert it, like, my aura was so divine. I skipped the first interview, baby. I skipped that <laughs> and only did the final interview and was offered a job a week later and had to turn down two jobs. Had to turn down two jobs. I got to my final three jobs and was literally comparing each of them and had to turn two down for the one that I'm currently at. And I'm grateful for every other job interview that I had before that. And I'm grateful for the process, you know, to finally get to where I had grinded to get to. Now, we're not going to just talk about work because this definitely translates to your personal life and relationships, too. Your partners or potential partners can read auras, too, boo. Okay. So if you're stepping out with fear, they can read that. And even more so, predators can smell that. Okay. It's too dangerous of a time in our world to be stepping out without your armor of divinity. You know, when you're in tune with God, yourself, and the universe, potential partners can see that and act accordingly. You know, you're going to attract that which is on your level. <laughs> Am I saying weirdos will not try it? No, of course they're going to try it, sis. You bad. They're going to try regardless. I pray we all gain the confidence of broke-ass dating them. But what I'm really saying is as you get to your higher self, as you get more in tune with the divine and your divine purpose, you're going to see broke-ass Day-Day from a mile away. You're going to see negative Nancy and weak-ass Walter coming up to be in your aura, coming up to suck the life away from you. And you're going to be able to act accordingly as well. The closer you get to who you're truly supposed to be and the more you work at that day by day by day, the easier it's going to be for you to follow that path because the people who are supposed to be around you will start gravitating to you. The jobs that you're supposed to have will start gravitating to you. The life that you're supposed to have. Girl, the HD lace wig that you're supposed to have, you might find some extra money out of nowhere because you have worked towards it. Every day you're moving towards that. You know, it's not small, small things. You know, it's, it's everything around life. It's not just one thing. It's everything. Everything moves as one, you know? So you're going to begin to attract, you know, those who are worthy. And your spirit of discernment is about to be so on point, okay, <laughs> that you will recognize what's right for you and curve what ain't it, you know. And you could create lists in this situation too. Lord knows I be doing it. I be creating lists. I be like, look, I want a big old chocolate zaddy. <laughs> With a bald head and a Rick Ross beard, you know? And if that's what you want, you better say that. <laughs> you better say that. You want a thick, fine, you know, slim, fine, whatever, whatever. You say that. You write that down. You want somebody who has a degree. You want somebody who's owning businesses. You want somebody who 
moisturizes their curls. You want somebody who clean underneath their nails. Like, write it. <laughs> write it. There's no detail too small. Okay? <laughs> but literally, like, all jokes aside, you, you have to speak on it, act on it, and do the behind-the-scenes inner work to receive it. This mantra is not going to just make things happen for you without the work. Um, and I'm definitely down to go deeper into what that behind the scene work entails in like later episodes. But this week, we're just going to let our action items be making lists of things we want in our professional and personal life, especially in this time where you're literally stuck in your house. Like this is the perfect time to create those lists. This is the perfect time to do that reflection and think of the things that you want and don't want. That's one great thing about having so many different life experiences and quote unquote, having failed numerous times. I don't don't really believe that there's a such thing as a failure it's just a life experience but having not achieved what you work towards now you know the things that you can change write those things down and start thinking of ways that you can um you know go after that same goal having known the things that didn't work out before this is a perfect time for reflection a perfect time for doing that inner behind the scene work um and i guess i decided what you know i, I figured out our topic for next week but yeah Make those lists, pick one from each, and get so explicit about every detail, then get right and get to communicating with your source. Like, this is the time to connect with your source. Um, And then when you feel like those feelings, thoughts, or negative outside influence get to talking with doubt, you know, say your mantra, sis, and come back into self. Um, You are powerful. The things that you speak, the things that you think, Um, The things that you surround yourself with have power, you know? So I want to end our episode um, with our third and final recitation of our mantra. So if you have the ability to, please quiet everything and everyone around you. Quiet your mind and take a few deep breaths. And, you know, say it with me. I am the highest caliber of woman. I am a conqueror. I am a manifester, and I am coming for everything that is mine with divine energy. Okay. (laughs) So I want to thank y'all for tuning in with me. Um, And until next time, you are loved, you are enough, you are divine. Go forth and conquer, boo.